I want to say a very special thank you, Father. Thank you for staying on them, making sure they keep putting that pen to the paper, them fingers to them keys. Thank you, we are at that step. We are truly at that step. Saw it yesterday, so it's for these cases to be done, for these cases to be done. And you to have truly shown me that you are sorry for not being there. And my family well, I guess, yeah. And my family on your side not being there for me also. But that is not something we're going to dwell on again. I've made my peace, introduced myself to the family, and so forth. But I was thinking this morning... And it came in my mind of my childhood and another string of events that many of us go to go through unless you're an only child and then you might not but if you have cousins there's still that possibility but we know it is very unlikely but I'm talking about the hand-me-down hand-me-down ancestors who thrived on that way of living. Now, there was a lot more to it than just, oh, people don't have money, so we're going to give this clothes that doesn't fit the oldest to the next, or, you know, oh, your cousin's. You know, because that, that's how it used to be in the South. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they just have the old cardboard boxes full of clothes that somebody's son or child can't fit. Oh, yo, your cousin, oh, they don't, they can't wear them more, no more. And it used to be filled with those flannel, thick, fucking long button-ups. Predominantly, like, the red and yellow and green ones with the stripes and shit. I, that, that was a part of it, the same as with the girls, you know, and it was annoying as fuck at times, because, you know, you sitting there, you just trying on clothes, trying on clothes, trying on clothes, sometimes it could be in a big old black trash bag, or your mother would get you, and be like, alright, about to try on these clothes and see what fits, and you would sit there and try on all of those clothes and that was a never ending cycle every year but as you get older and you get into your teens it's looking more as like damn like we cheap we ain't got no money we broke because we saw it as living less than other people. These people can afford these 
Nikes, these Reeboks. Shit, back then they had like the Tebow, like the British Knights. A lot of shoes and pants and gear and stuff that they could afford. So now it is looked as I need fucking money. So it would be motivate you to go out. It would motivate you to go out and get a job or some fucking soul drugs and shit. You know, that fast money, you know, that's that was a choice. Now, in my age now, and after thinking and having children of my own, and now that I have, you know, two daughters, so it's more like, okay, so the oldest, some of her clothes can go to that go to the youngest so now I'm like all of my parents all over again but when I think about it now I think about everything else that was passed down everything that was passed down with those articles with those pieces of clothing now as for me being the oldest boy I didn't have anyone to get any pass downs from so mine would come from cousins my sister was the same hers would come from you know her cousins that were around the same age and you know they were a lot of the time all into like the groups like um bell biff devoe Casey and JoJo, MC Hammer, Salt Pepper, you know, a lot of those groups, like they was into that. So, you know, they would have little short skirts and, the, you know, the little tank tops and, and you know, some things that they would buy and, oh, you know, that, well, that doesn't look good on me. My mother bought it. So they would change the clothes. So. At the same time, energy was being changed and expressed at that time. Now, now let's just put it in the aspect of the clothes that were worn. Those clothes carry stories. They hold memories. No matter how many times they are washed, bleached, they can even be burnt to a crisp, but they still keep that message. They still they still keep the message and the memory of what all happened in them clothes from start to finish. From you picking them up, tossing them on the bed, going through your drawers, putting on multiple outfits time and time again to get the right one. The screams, the yells, the butterflies, everything that you're feeling. Seeing everything from you walking out the house 
going to wherever you're going if it's a club. And the erotic way you may dance with your partner or multiple people. What drink may be spilled on them as you or someone else is either a little tipsy or bumped accidentally. You know, if you're sick, those it's there with you in the fucking toilet as you're puking up life. Or if you take a different route after that night out, then it's there as it comes off and it's listening to all of the sounds of what's going on. And it's also there for those hard times as well that you've gone through where things were taken against the will and it has felt the pain and anguish because just as you have felt your body being ripped and torn it has felt that same way as it is being torn from your body now you think about those now with the clothes you saw someone or you saw your favorite cousin or your your brother or sister and say, oh, I want that, oh, I like that. That shirt was cool. Maybe it had, you know, Alf on it. Michael Jackson from Thriller. It was, or maybe it was those pair of pants. I mean, we even did shoes back then, I think. I can't 100% remember <laughs> with the shoes, but I definitely know. And back then, when your pants were too long, or it was, you know, or you couldn't fit them all the way, you cut the motherfuckers and make shorts. You know, the, the, the style, the distress, like all of the stuff that they create now, stuff that we did back in the days. We... We incorporated that in our daily lives. Our character was judged by our gear. And if it had to be some handy now, shit, you wanted the best. Now let's go for the males. Ours, it could be a lot of sports related. You know, back then, a lot of times it was that whole big baggy fit. So if it was the jerseys, it could even be those extra long tees that they have. Remember, like I said, down south, we we very much was into the long and baggy, but and you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait if you saw that fly shirt that, you know, maybe they got some graffiti on, or sorry, airbrushed, airbrushed painted. You wanted that, you couldn't wait to wear it. Especially if it was like a cousin or family member that wasn't from the area because nobody would know where the fuck you got that from. Because back then, it wasn't this whole fucking internet where you can damn near find anything by saying, hey Siri, or putting in a search. (laughs) So you got the chance to be a cool kid. You have some exclusive shit. You'd be popular. You know, the girls would be feeling you. The fellas would be hating you. You know, it would shape 
how you would react, how you would socialize, how you would perceive going forward as you grew up. Hey, things that are better like this is what I should look for. You know, that's how it is. And with the males, you you need that. We, we know from a young age that we have to stand out. We have to have something that just fucking makes the motherfucker melt, get a little moist. <laughs> but, you know, we have to be different. And the older, we're more likely to have the better and the cooler things. Wintertime would suck, especially the jackets. Oh, you know. The jackets, those long winter coats, and everybody's trying them on. Oh, you know, this one doesn't fit. So I can't remember when my mother started buying me new winter coats. But it never, well, sorry, it didn't become any of an issue until I got into my teens. So it's like a lot of stuff has been carried on with those clothing. History, the regret, the helicopter that's, I mean, uh, the airplane that's landing now that wants to fly directly above me. As I was saying, and I didn't lose my place this time because I was like, no, not like yesterday when I was attacked by Leon. Leon. Leo by Louis when I was attacked by Louis the Yorkie. But as they hold, you know, your shame, your pride, your joy, your happiness, I, all of that is passed on well. And back then we didn't know about that. We did we thinking, oh, we just throw it in the wash, everything is fine. You know? Soak it. You know? Soak it a little bit before you put it in the washing machine. Everything is fine. We didn't think or even a lot of us had people around who were in tune with the whole spiritual aspect of it. How things can be attached to the clothing. And that can be passed down generation after generation. Those that have like those blankets, those hand stitch blankets they were like oh this place has been in there for generations and generations a lot of things are sewn into that family we might think oh it's a family heirloom or something like that but with, with things that are that type of material that has come in real contact Wow, I didn't do it twice this time. <laughs> those, those type of items carry so much more with them. And being young and, you know, just a kid, who knows the amount of shit that happened to us 
because of those hand-me-downs. Mm-hmm. Those times where we took someone's, like, yo, what's up? Oh, man, I need something to wear tonight. Oh, yo, here you go. You can rock this. Those times we exchange, you know, guys, we do it. Fucking jerseys and shit like that. I mean, I don't know if motherfuckers still do the shit now, but we definitely did in my my younger days. And I'm sounding like I'm I'm talking like I'm so old, but we did. But energy was being exchanged. Whatever that person was going through, whatever they were experiencing. All of that was being passed. Possibly even cries for help could have been passed with those clothings. But we would have known. We wouldn't have known. At that age, I wasn't at that point. I didn't think any more of it as what I can find that I'm going to like and I'm going to wear. That I'm going to rock. That I'm going to make mine but a lot more was there a lot more was then getting attached to that article those pieces of clothing so now you have all of this history all of this that has been attached to these pieces and then you come in you have a fresh new body a new body that's already coming in with its own ways and you're adding to it and at the time where you may be fixing some of those that's already attached you're adding and if this article gets passed on then you get the picture I have to think about it because I didn't think about any of the things till now. Like when my son would, you know, grab my hat and just put it on his head. I didn't think about anything could be passed. Any type of energy, any type of, you know, guilt, you know, joy, illicit feelings, whatever. That type of energy could be passed because of what was on my mind at that time. Or what has been weighing on my mind while I have this hat on to where it is. <laughs> okay, you got it. You got it, Blaine. As I was saying, about the hat to where I wasn't thinking about all of the thoughts that were just getting soaked up and absorbed into my hat. And now some of those are getting transferred. Transferred to a defenseless child. Same could be said with our daughters and how they love to put on mommy's shoes. Think about what you might have been doing in them shoes. You know, there's energy and stuff. We don't bless the clothing. We don't pray. We do nothing. We just take these things off and 
shit because you just borrowed some clothes, borrowed some shoes. It's, it wasn't your fault. It truly wasn't your fault. We learned our lesson. I, I feel that this message was needed. Message was very much needed, especially with the new additions to our sanctuary. I guess you're trying to tell me something with this. I guess I need to be more mindful and careful with my thoughts on the hand-me-downs with the children. Well, if I don't understand it now, I'll understand it eventually. That's one thing I can guarantee. That is one thing I can guarantee. So, for both of you, male and female, whatever things you did, whatever things you got away, and whatever articles that were disregarded before your message could reach, before you could impact someone's life, not knowing whether it would have been good or bad, but you would have, you would have impacted in some way, and then you would have carried on. You would have carried on as some of your characteristics from your owners will go to the next. And, wow, we, we really, we really have had a lot of things in our lives that we have blindly been exposed to things that we would never and a lot of times inanimate objects inanimate object ancestors have a tendency to truly fuck our life up <laughs> and whether it's from hunger and greed overjoy they do they do they have and they continue to and will thank you for this message thank you for helping me understand a little more and be prepared going forward for these big changes ahead thank you ancestors amen